Gradebook, a Tampa Bay Times podcast on Florida education issues. Today, we have an interview with Pinellas County Teachers Association President Mike Gandolfo about annual teacher contracts and some of the actions that are taking place in the Florida legislature. So I, I really appreciate you talking with me. I just really wanted to get to hear more about what your thoughts are on this legislation that's going forward, apparently, in both the House and Senate to limit school districts' ability to offer guarantees on annual contracts. I know that in Pinellas, you negotiated a special agreement. Maybe you could start off by telling me what exactly that agreement was and why you needed it. Sure. Our, our agreement uh, with um, Pinellas County Schools is that if a teacher is rated as effective or highly effective and doesn't have any um, uh, um, behavior uh, issues or, or discipline issues, um, then they can expect to have a contract the next year. Um, well, I, it's important for several reasons. Number one is, is the fact that uh, it's very hard to attract teachers into our profession. Uh, we're, we're in the midst of a uh, teacher shortage. It's only going to get worse. And this is one of the things that uh, attracts teachers is a it's a semblance of job security that if I'm doing a good job, I'm going to be able to sink my roots into a community and actually stick around. Don't have to worry about paying my mortgage. So, uh, and really, there is no excuse to not uh, renew uh, an effective teacher. Why wouldn't we? Our whole goal is to get effective teachers in front of of uh, our students. And secondly, without that kind of language, how do you um, prevent discrimination? If a, if a principal does not have to, he can let you go for any reason and doesn't have to tell you what that reason is, then you can't protect the teacher from discrimination. We don't know why that teacher is being let go, which is personally an act of cowardice. Because if you can't look somebody in the eye and tell them what it is that they did wrong, A, how are they going to be able to um, uh, improve on that? You know, uh, you know. B, how are they going to how are they going to how are they going to deal with not knowing why they will let go? I mean, it's it's uh, it's, it's just it is straight out an act of cowardice. You're you're empowering your administrators to act like cowards because I've worked in a lot of different businesses, Jeff, and I can tell you that. You know, you don't let somebody go. You're going to look them in the eye. You're going to tell them what, why they why they being let go. So, what do you make what do you make then of the legislature in 2011 saying annual contracts? That's it. And how do you then justify or get around that basically or that seemingly very straightforward comment? Well, first off, the, that that the legislators move to to do away with any kind of collective bargaining is contrary to our Constitution. So you're taking away constitutional right of citizens to collective bargaining. I mean, that it's in our Constitution. So how do how where do they come off coming, you know, uh, passing laws 
that limit that. You know, I mean, that's that's like uh, saying, you know, uh, it's in the Constitution, uh, you have these civil rights, but we're not going to give them to everybody, you know. And, well, some of the people, yes, but not the cop. You know, the, we're going to exempt uh, our, our um, police officers. We're going to exempt our our um, uh, firefighters and corrective water. That makes no sense. That that's absolutely if it's a if it's a right in the Constitution, you can't just say that some people can have it and some people can't, or you can place limits on some and some not. That that that, that doesn't make sense. I see. And, and so so they don't have a right to do what they're doing, but they do it anyway. I saw that there were uh, two districts that went to impasse over this issue: Pasco and St. John's, and each one came away with a different ruling from magistrate. One saying that. The district should be able to have the ability to manage its staff as it sees fit. And the other one saying that the teachers deserve to have some degree of security and comfort. And if they've done nothing wrong, they should have that ability to keep their job. Uh, does that sort of just lay the groundwork for clarifying this law? Well, it, it's not clarifying it because it's, it's two two different extremes. One one makes sense, and the other one makes absolutely no sense. <laughs> well, I guess what I meant was because there were two separate uh, interpretations that maybe it needed to be clarified. Well, definitely, sir. It needs to go to the, to, to the Supreme Court. I think uh, it, it's not. Uh, it, we we can't. There's a, there's you know two fronts here. Not you know not only are they uh, um, hurting unions and their right to collective bargaining, um, which the state guarantees, but they're also hurting our districts because we can't recruit teachers. We can't recruit teachers because it doesn't really matter how, you know, uh, and not only that, but we're silencing the most important voice, the voice of teachers. There are, we have students sometimes that can't advocate for themselves. Uh, maybe their parents speak a different language. Maybe their parents are absentee. You know, whatever the reason is, you have students that, um, need that voice, that teacher to advocate for them. But who's going to advocate for that kid if they open their mouth? Uh, they may be displeasing their principal, and they'll end up on the non-renewal list the next year. So the the most dangerous thing you can do is to silence the voice of teachers, and that's the end goal. That's the game plan. That's why the legislature does it, because there are people there that would love to silence teachers, love to silence their union, so that they can privatize the whole thing. It's all about the charter schools. That's why they want to give $200 million to charter schools. Are you are you encouraging the legislature to do anything specific with the bills that are before them, to drop them or to do anything with them special? I'm hoping that the Senate will um, will uh, use rational thought and, and, and realize that this, is, this isn't good for, for students. Basically, the rule of thumb in the teachers' union, is if you do what's right for kids, you're almost always doing what's right for students, for 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 uh, teachers, because all learning, our working conditions are our kids' learning conditions. That they go hand in hand. You can't separate the two. So, um, yeah, I would, I'm, I'm encouraging the Senate to to do the right thing, and I hope they will. Um, but. You know, as far as the House, I think it's a lost cause, you know. Well, I know that the bill is up in both 
both chambers right now in some form or fashion. It looks like it's coming down to the negotiations in train bill conferences is what it's looking like. Basically, the bottom line is we need some people in Tallahassee that don't just vote party line. You know, I mean, you, you see every vote is always, it always seems to be right along party lines. And, and, you know, that's not why we send them up there. You know, we send them up there to do the right thing. And, and that's not always the case. A lot of times that, you know, they're just going to stick with their party line and, and, um, it's wrong. And what they're doing to public education is wrong. They're, they're trying to starve public education. If this bill passes, what will it do to your contract? If this bill passes, um, our tra- contract, I believe, stays into effect until uh, it expires, which is the uh, 2018. And then after that, that, that clause, um, that guarantee for teachers would be uh, null and void. And what do you think the effect would be of, of having that be null and void? I think if I think any young teachers that uh, might be considering um, going into the profession, um, a lot of them chose Pinellas County because there was that that guarantee that 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 hey, all they have to do is do the right thing. You know, you're asking teachers to do the right thing so that they can have a job, and you know, that's all pe- that's all teachers want to do. You know, let, let them do what they do best. Let them teach. Let them uh, uh, nurture kids and, and raise the next generation of, of American citizens. That's what they want to do. Uh, but, you know, they also have their own kids to feed. And let's face it, you know, teaching doesn't pay all that much. And they can go out into the uh, private sector and um, and get another job with, with their degree. And... Um, a lot of them are choosing to do that. I mean, teachers right now retire uh, at the first possible. As soon as their financial advisor says you're good to go, they're out of here. And there are a lot of people in the middle years that are um, not uh, not staying. They're looking for other uh, professions. And then you got the the newbies who come in all bright-eyed and bushy-tailed, uh, and then they don't get a raise because somebody up at Tallahassee decided that, you know, a teacher in that first year who is developing, and, you know, as a veteran teacher, I could tell you what else would we be except for developing in our first years. Any, any other trade, you have to have an apprenticeship for a few years before you're a master uh, carpenter or electrician or whatever, right? But, you know, here we have to come off the shelf perfect. So, God forbid, we should be developing in our first year, which is the year you're probably working your ass off. And what's happening is they're not getting a raise because even though they work their butts off all year long, they don't get a raise because statute says that if they're not effective, they don't get a raise. They're not entitled to a raise. So it, it none of it makes any sense. A lot of what comes out of Tallahassee makes no sense when it comes to education. I would suggest that maybe they start talking to teachers. You know, talk to a professional educator. If you're going to make a decision about education, you need to talk to professional educators. Well, again, I really appreciate you talking with me. Thank you so very much. Anytime, Jeff. That's the end of our interview. If you'd like to participate in this conversation or any of our others, please visit our Facebook page, Tampa Bay Times Gradebook. You can also follow the latest breaking news on Florida education issues on our blog, tampabay.com gradebook. Thanks again for listening.